Welcome to Audio Gyan with Kedar Nimkar, a podcast that documents insightful conversations with Indian designers, artists, musicians, writers, thinkers, and creatives of all types. Catch us on iTunes or visit audiogyan.com for more Gyan sessions. Here's your host, Kedar Nimkar. Today I have Shweta Malhotra with us on Audio Gyan. Shweta is a graphic designer based in Bombay. After graduating in applied arts from Sofia Polytechnic in 2004, she started out as an art director with advertising agencies like Meccan Erickson, Contract Advertising, and Ogilvy. In Feb 2008, after a short stint at Fabrica, she decided to pursue a f- career in graphic design and has since worked with firms like Grandmother India, Rediffusion, YNR Design. Uh, on a project basis she has also worked with Eetu Chaudhary Design and Alam Design she was recently inducted as a member of prestigious Alliance Graphic International which is an international association of graphic designers drawn from across the globe founded in 1950 so yeah thank you shweta for giving your time and it's a real pleasure to have you on audio again thank you for having yeah so uh, yeah i mean i've slightly kept the like the title of the talk slightly fancy called as maximalist contrarian uh, and uh, it's mainly because i've been reading about you uh, your articles online and you seem to follow slightly a minimalistic uh, approach in your work so i've come up with few questions around that and uh, yeah hoping to get some insights okay cool uh, so we'll start with uh, this one line which i found most in most of the articles about you uh which says uh, my overall design aesthetic is minimal bold and graphic a response to the maximalist visual language prevalent prevalent in india so if you can start by telling us in detail what do you mean by that uh, what has been your observations uh, when you see when you say maximalistic visual language so mm-hmm. yeah if that's that that would set the context to the entire conversation as well so basically i i think like india is all about being loud and adding details and like ornate design color explosion of color and everything is uh, i mean there's i don't see any minimalism in any sort of design hmm. so that's what i mean when i say a response to the uh, maximalist design language pre- prevalent in india mm-hmm. but in case of um varli paintings or there are certain pockets in india right yeah, where there are i mean there are certain artists and but like when you look at india overall hmm. by and large yeah, it's, it's, yeah. there are certain minimalist artists from back in the day mm-hmm. who whose work is great but um, yeah i mean essentially as a country not just art and design even on the streets or in indian wedding fashion or like everything is just over the top mm-hmm. so Yeah so that's that's essentially what i mean by maximalism. Mm-hmm. No country. but what was the initial inspiration? I mean even i live like with solid color clothes and simple plain things right? So i mean i was i think as a person i was anyways uh, sort of a minimalist and that kind of just came out of my individuality into my design when i started experimenting with illustration and graphic art. So before mm-hmm. when i was in advertising actually i didn't really um, like i would just be working on the brief the client and what they want hmm. so when i started on my own and i did this project a couple of years ago and that's when i started experimenting and this just came naturally i guess also from my personality and now it's kind of you won't see it just in my work but 
in my style or in my house things i buy jewelry everything like everything is minimalist shapes geometry solid colors and which project was colors. this was called something cool every day where i did a one piece of artwork every day for a year so like i had exp- that's basically my time of experimentation and like doing what i wanted to do so that's how that's how i started illustrating actually and and started doing graphic art also did a show with the 365 pieces in delhi at mm-hmm. the end of uh, the project okay okay and uh, so yeah if you can uh, illustrate uh, verbally obviously <laughs> uh, why do you like why do you define your work to be minimal i mean your initial work um, which i have seen at least uh, has been like slightly fashion focused right but in fashion again as you mentioned weddings and other places uh, and plus fashion yes there is a school of thought in fashion as well going down the minimal route but for a layman at least uh, it, it it's always adding layers onto it and showcasing the fabric and other things right so it it slightly ironic or like I mean, if you can uh, explain that bit yeah now. so i started doing fashion illustrations and even there basically for me that's a visual element so i try to whether it's layered or like i love this brand called comde garso even like indian illustrations like sabya sachi or like pile khandwala and so even i would take a sabya sachi or like i did this uh, rohit bal sort of wedding outfit i remember back in the day and i made it so minimal like people were like oh my god this looks so amazing why can't they actually make the outfit like that so mm. it's essentially i treat that as a visual element and then my style is essentially stripping the details off as much uh so that the element still sort of maintains the essence and you still know what it is but just stripping details essentially so mm-hmm. whether it's layered or colorful or even if it's like or like very detailed the the sort of uh, task is to how can you make it minimal mm-hmm. so like and also my sort of aim is to kind of do india modern or india minimal so even in terms of my branding work and everything like a lot of people now come to me because i have this sort of contemporary indian like has a indian aesthetic but is also modern and contemporary so it's become my kind of style in terms of even commercial work illustration so that's what i try to do through my work mm-hmm. no but and uh, how did like i'm assuming this fashion work was early days right so you yeah. were improving and perfecting your craft in general so yeah. how did you manage to look at the deeper level of uh, i don't know whether to call it subtext but something at that level like you try and understand the deeper levels and then uh, then decide at that level because initially when when people start they just copy first and even in art schools you have to exactly copy say raja ravi varma and then you once you master that craft then you start your own interpretation so what was the what was the thought when you uh, when you started observing the nuances and decided to yes i can deal with this as well I mean it started off as I uh, like I said it came to me naturally also I had been a designer for 8 years by then so I had enough sort of uh, okay. like skill to kind of judge that and uh, um so it so when I started experimenting I think it just came and so I think it's kind of the art of like I said seeing what you're illustrating and bringing it to down to its most basic form like 
I would try to make it a shape at the end of it. Like if it's a circle, square, triangle, that's like the most minimal form. But but you just kind of keep stripping it down, and people think it's easy, but it's actually. I feel like it's like it's equal work. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of start with the details, but then you keep taking it off till you, that doesn't lose its meaning or its what it's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. So I started that with fashion and. the fact that i was able to do it with indian outfits and wedding outfits and like i did some illustrations for uh, the bazaar wedding magazine so even that was sort of again weddingy over the top but it still was minimal mm-hmm. so yeah and, and then and, and how did you get that conviction that uh, i mean was it because people were appreciating it or you had some sort of a inherent thought ki nahi ye aise hi hona chahiye what was the um i mean initially i started experimenting then slowly it became like people started commissioning me and people liked it and because it was kind of refreshing in like i said in in, in the indian context because everything is so loud and over the top so this suddenly was uh refreshing in that sense and Yeah so once I started doing commissioned work then I I'm still obviously sort of evolving the style and uh, mm-hmm. getting better every day but yeah started off with just pure experimentation and then grew from that Mm-hmm. And did you happen to I'm uh, like travel to understand this or what was the what was the learning curve like I'm um, you mean before or uh, generally to get into the style yeah I mean, did you were there early influencers? Were there any any people whom you were referring to? Um, I mean, my like because it's tough so, to find a minimal yeah. thought process in India, right? So, like my one of my mentors is this Japanese designer called Iko Tanaka. So, if you see his work, it's exactly that. Like he's done geishas or like Japanese women with just like circles and squares. So. like he's like i have a book of his sort of there on in my room like every day to inspire me so like i love his work mm-hmm. so i've been following his work for a while um otherwise i'm like lot of uh, in, like elsworth kelly artists also minimalist artists elsworth kelly is one of them um kamen herrera again mm-hmm. just like it's all very sort of uh, profound concepts but when you look at it it's like a line or a triangle or you know but there is depth to it essentially mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. interesting and and what has been your observation with respect to like contemporary art scene in india i mean since you are in that circuit if you can share some insights what's happening and um mm, i mean i i personally like i travel for inspiration mm. so i'm always like i feel like the contemporary art scene definitely is way bigger and way more understood outside so so actually i'll put it this way so is contemporary as a word getting synonymous with minimalism no, in the, in the in the indian context because we have been inspired by ikea now we have been inspired by apple Uh, especially Muji. so muji yeah. so oh, i don't think so contemporary is just basically modern it could be in any sort of format it could be installation it could be uh, digital so it's just like basically modern art i don't mm-hmm. think it's necessarily minimal mm-hmm. and if you can highlight any um, 
nuances of like the challenges to make something minimal which is indian if you can take any case study or any any particular instance of your work make something in uh, minimal so you take something like in in, in the fashion sense uh, you took like a more elaborate scene and then you converted into similarly any other example uh, and then what are the challenges while uh, making it minimal um so i can give an example i did uh, the uh, branding for this brand called limon so which was essentially just very playful graphic language with like shapes and semicircles and things uh, and dots so like this is like one of the projects i love which i did for them was uh, like festive greetings for india so if you see them they are it essentially i used the graphic language which was like say five or six shapes and i managed to create different sort of indian elements like laddus and for baisakhi like wheat and um, for holi it was balloons so i think that i think it was some it was challenging but and it also by the end of it looked indian but so contemporary like i got and i also like won awards i got like a curious uh, elephant for that and so yeah i mean that was like and doing it on a brand hmm. and the client loving it and people appreciating it was amazing like otherwise you're just doing things on your own and nobody really sees it so this was great to having like put it out there received an award and appreciated understood by everyone so yeah that mm-hmm. was but in this instance it was building from scratch right uh, when you take a particular brief in which there is already something it it may not be a commissioned work as well um and then you start stripping it down to its bare minimum so any any insights there like what what are the biggest um uh, obstacles if i use that word um i mean in fashion i think it's different like i do illustration but then i also do like stuff created from scratch where i'm not looking at a reference so it's like different sort of ways of doing it so like this would have been taking the shapes and forming an element and in terms of fashion what i do is kind of have i have a reference and then i have to illustrate it in its sort of most minimal form or yeah like with a reference essentially which is how i think most illustrators work mm-hmm. with some sort of a reference so in terms of um so i'll i'll tell you the thought behind asking this yeah. question as well when when you see a sculptor uh the person is removing constantly to to achieve a particular form which he or she must have visualized yahan pe it may not be that because you may not have envisioned what is going to be so you keep removing um but then when do we stop like and I mean, how do you identify because it's in in design context especially in my domain where i have a particular task uh, in in designing a ui so the form and the function and all those cliche words are very clearly set right but in terms of illustration how do you arrive at that so i also sometimes uh, essentially like i'm if i'm say like i did something for like i just did a ganpati for ganesh chaturthi and essentially you look at the ganpati and i i have to kind of in my head figure okay this is a triangle and two circles and it looks like a ganesh so it's like kind of so i also do it from scratch and then you add stuff you remove stuff you work with the composition stuff like that so essentially i don't know i feel like i try to like everything i see from my eyes is eventually a shape hmm. so like a circle for me means so many things so like 
you add a circle and just add one shape around it it could mean different things mm. so like the ganpati for instance would be a inverted triangle with two semicircles so mm-hmm. that is i think that is like the way i see things also mm-hmm. and uh, i mean this is slightly personal but does then like a blank canvas intimidate you i mean not uh, really. because I, i i like did one interview with uh, ranganatha krishnamani and he was saying like uh, a white canvas looks like very intimidating so i first painted black or like blue okay. and then start building on top of it right so he has a peculiar style to it um, so any any process i mean i definitely i'll sketch a little bit first like obviously if i just go on to for me the canvas is my artboard on illustrator so if i just go on and i'm like okay i don't know what to do so definitely sketch get some ideas and then get on it mm-hmm. or sometimes i'm like I have actually seen the entire thing in my head and then I just go onto the computer and like it's done in 5 like literally 5 minutes so mm-hmm. interesting yeah. <laughs> um so, so do you think uh, like minimalism restricts like color palette or uh, choice of images or I, i'm just trying to understand your thought process like how does any particular work translates into an artwork um so i have a certain if you see like my work i now i've kind of moved towards this very uh, like understated like pastels and muted colors but i don't think i think it's also about the choice of colors like uh, if you use like i don't use like bright reds or blues or it'll be like little more subtle so the same thing you know but like if it's on brief commission yeah, yeah, i would obviously. do it mm-hmm. like for google or things like that but um yeah i don't think it's restrictive i think it's just kind of it's also like you have to also sort of uh, use less colors essentially like if you see most minimalist work it will be not so many colors hmm. so yeah. yeah i mean that's that's what like do you prefer like a sans serif versus serif because serif is more ornamental then i mean does that yeah, get definitely. to that yeah definitely so that... i have a for, like for me a geometric uh, sans is my, like my favorite font to use mm-hmm. like usually like avant garde or uh, uh, my neutra is like one of my favorite fonts now so that i kind of use that in most sort of artworks and things wherever there's text so mm-hmm. it's like so geometric fonts are because again coming like your o is a circle and then everything flows from that mm-hmm. and it's sort of monolinear and uh, goes with i guess my kind of work so yeah i usually like for my personal work i use uh, geometric fonts mm-hmm. so it means that you you consciously take those calls of using less fonts or less variations of fonts and then pastel colors yeah. it, it is um can there be a case where it is minimalism uh it's a work of minimalistic art or whatever but um, there are some crazy colors used and yeah sure. yeah any any yeah. example i mean like i did this mural for google recently mm-hmm. so if you see it uh, there's a lot of colors but it's still you you it looks like it's my style and i've kind of toned down those uh, the reds and the blues also to kind of look muted and the graphics also fairly like again uh, forming like using the most basic shapes but making it look like what it's meant to mm-hmm. um that's the most recent example hmm. yeah i've got few more questions but i think uh, for this particular session i would like to just 
conclude with uh, one last question is that uh, what would be your like one takeaway who wish to get who wish to explore into um uh, the minimal side of uh, work i mean any any insights any suggestion i mean i think like whenever like people like young illustrators or yeah, students or whatever they ask me i think i feel like it just you should stick by like your sort of uh, like this came to me naturally as a person i am like that so it came naturally and it kind of goes on to every aspect of my life it's not just work like everything of mine is very similar so like i would just tell them to sort of follow like follow your heart and explore your whatever comes to you naturally and mm-hmm. not sort of follow a art period or a style or stuff like that no but unless you explore those how will you come to know that so this is exactly yeah. so you have to keep and it takes a while to kind of arrive at a style so even for me like uh, it took a year to kind of experiment see what it's like what do i like mm-hmm. what comes to me easily and uh, uh, even after that i've been i still i'm still evolving it's not like i'm done like mm-hmm. you grow with every piece of work that you do so yeah i just feel like it ha- the, the uniqueness comes from your individuality so whatever you are should be on the paper like mm-hmm. i mean that's like i won't say minimalist maximalist whatever like i love all kinds of work there's people doing a lot of color like i love like i was saying com- like a lot of, lot of japanese brands like kenzo komnegarso and uh, so i'm quite obsessed with a lot of japanese stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> they are all crazy brands but yeah i still kind mm-hmm. of uh, it, like fits in my aesthetic mm-hmm. and do you think uh, like we as indians will be sometime completely minimalism I don't I mean no India as a country I mean that's what we yeah. are so it doesn't have to be but mm. like what I try to do is in terms of design I like I said if you see Kotanaka's work it's extremely Japanese but extremely minimal so like I would not want to lose the, the Indian uh, aspect mm-hmm. but like try to do basically like exactly in fact what he did with his work is what I aim to do mm-hmm. <laughs> with everything that I do no i'm i'm just asking this because uh, the way apple entered india now suddenly vivo apple and other like thousand other brands have started the the showrooms have started looking the same the artworks have started looking the same the yeah. the the type of fonts they try to use are very close to each other there's no unique identity forming the way we used to have in different cases and on the other spectrum you also have languages and like um how like hundred other scripts which are running so yeah. so how is that uh, how do you visualize that panning out in in case of minimalism i mean to give you an example uh, uh, i don't know I, i think i was watching one video by devdatta patnaik and and he said that uh, yes helvetica or say pro sans or some some font is written on the highway and it's clear that take right to to whatever reach airport now that's a sign in say us because this one language so the board itself looks minimal the typography everything is consistent but if you put that on a say like a, a madras express or chennai express uh, highway you have to write in three different fonts so the challenge is there right because then it automatically becomes noisy yeah yeah but so, i mean like if you see station signages it's still like if you're in bombay it's either like be english or hindi or marathi like they don't have three languages especially in bombay it's 
you like the see or english signage or a hindi signage or both or they have done it differently right so on the top you yeah. have hindi and then so they have added two more layers to make it aesthetically look good also yeah so i wanted to ask you one more thing like is being minimal uh, an elite thing i mean you've stayed some time in delhi also in bombay also so um is is there i mean i don't know whether um india being a developing country uh, there are different things and different aspects but is minimalism either it's an elite extreme thing or then like a i don't think it's an elite thing i just feel like it's an aesthetic and like for instance like a muji to answer your question whether will india ever be minimalist i don't think that's possible but like muji will attract 5% of the sort of evolved crowd younger crowd in delhi but like if you see the houses the kind of houses the rich people have they will never go to muji to buy anything like from your small from your whatever bed sheet to a cup or a glass or whatever but um i guess i don't know like i feel like also just being evolved in the sense like travel all of that which i don't think india will ever be uh, but it's not a bad thing like that hmm. is who we are and um so yeah i mean it's just, just like a aesthetic i don't think it's something that needs to be in our hmm but we are slightly exposed i think because uh, i believe um the chandigarh project which uh, like obviously uh, uh, yeah. designed right so um in i think in around 1960s or 70s uh, if you see work of hasmukh patel as well they have these phantom chairs and like straight lines so these guys were i think inspired by the bahas movement and yeah. then they brought into india so uh, there has been some sort of a uh, yeah. uh, penetration of minimalism right so you have any insights on that i mean so like yeah like bv doshi his work is amazing which is also he used to work with uh, le corbusier okay. and then that influence or like with an indian mindset and all of his work is super minimal and looks so contemporary even today which is mm. but it's like a separate sort of style that's there i don't think it'll ever be like how what minimalism is to like this like swiss design hmm. i mean that is them like i don't think we'll ever be that but it it's there in whatever way and i feel like commercially what i try to do is uh, for brands that want to be in that space where we are, they're indian yet modern so that's where that's what i try to do with my work which is india modern or india contemporary hmm. so minimalism is kind of like the nicobar logo So, like, say Nicobar is part of Good Earth, but what Good Earth is and what Nicobar is is, so I would say like that's what I try to do even with Nicobar, where I sort of made it modern, Indian contemporary, and Good Earth was like a very ornate, very Indian sort of brand. So, like, that's what I try to do in every sort of uh, aspect mm-hmm. in terms of illustration or branding or. Mm. So, is it safe at least in the? uh online product world i can confidently say so i'll ask in the illustration world is it safe to say that uh, minimal work will have like a longer shelf life uh it has been proven in architecture at least uh, in ui interface yeah i mean to a certain extent it has been proven as we are going along uh in illustration i mean minimalism is a style but then you also have to have your own sort of uh, spin to it spin to it it's not um like there are a lot of minimalist designers but everyone has their own style 
or or like things that they illustrate or colors like so like for me i think my color palette is quite strong and like now people come up to me and they're like oh, i see your work and i know it's yours so mm. i think that's a great feeling which not necessary that another person who's also doing minimalist work will look the same so it's just about the technique and the kind of usage but then you have to have your own vibe to it essentially mm-hmm. and if to if you have to summarize uh, or conclude with um, so i i just actually two days ago i interviewed uh, prashant gudbole and he's like a like an awesome photographer so yeah. he says photos can be taken by anybody but what matters is the point of view yeah so if you can summarize your point of view with respect to minimalism uh point of view in the sense like in uh, terms of like uh, yeah i mean all that you spoke just now but just to uh, articulate in in a sense that how do you develop that or is it an innate thing is it uh, i think yeah like i said it's innate and like if anyone asks me i think you should it should come to you naturally if you're not a minimalist by nature or by design or aesthetic it's like then you're just forcing it like mm-hmm. some people like their work is what they are like you see them the way they dress and you see their work it's like illustrators and things so it's like it's basically who you are mm-hmm. that's how you become unique so i won't really like i won't really tell anyone to go down this route unless they should just explore who they are on paper essentially mm-hmm. it just comes from your like personality essentially yeah cool uh, i think on that note uh, we'll conclude and keep it minimal uh, <laughs> as well and uh, if people have to follow your work and um, uh, reach out for any collaborations what's the best way uh, instagram shweta malhotra okay cool uh thank you thanks thanks thank for you. giving your time it was pleasure talking to you thank you you too yeah, yeah. and that's it from today's gyan session catch us on itunes savan stitcher or any podcasting app you use Do rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Stay tuned for more gyan on audiogyan.com. Till then, bye.